Good morning, Kansas City. This is the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHP. Thank you so much for joining us. Friday, February 2nd, 2024. All right. So we've been in uh, panic mode about my voice over here. Because it, uh, you could tell, I think yesterday I was really struggling with it. I've been struggling with it all week, but I tried to record a couple commercials, barely got through those, and I had to do my podcast yesterday, and I shortened that to about uh, half an hour, and I, I mean, I did not really get through that. That was, it was pretty bad. And so then I shut it down. Uh, I did not talk from, uh... 11 a.m. until now. And so I made noises, but <laughs> I mean, and it wasn't really like once I got home, like I was at home alone until like 530 because Sue was at work and the girls were at school and Phil was at school. And so I didn't have anyone to talk to anyway. But then I'd already texted them and said, hey, I'm going to. I'm going to try not to talk, you know, see if it'll get my voice back or at least a little bit. Ordered some stuff online to try to try to help uh, help with my vocal cords. I got some, I used to use that entertainer secret. I got something that looked like, looks like a little bit of a step up for uh, singers and for speakers that uh, you spray in your throat and supposedly it helps bounce back real fast. And then I got some throat coat. Yeah, you did. I'm supposed to get that uh, get that stuff today. It won't help me today, but hopefully I'll uh, use that as instructed, and I'll be good to go by uh, by Monday. Hey, I didn't know what. So I'm glad I could just talk right now. My family was thrilled with the idea that I wasn't going to talk last night. So, <laughs> like, yeah, they're pretty fired up. Um, yeah, we need you at full straight next week, and that's Super Bowl. Yeah, and it's just, gotta, it's, it's like super painful. Like you get full throat. If I try full to, throat. Uh, if I try to force it or, but if I try to talk louder, then it'll go out. So yeah. nice. Use your bedroom voice. Soft spoken. Sounds better today. Yeah. Right. Like Sounds I'm, better today. Yeah. It, it, that was good. It was a good idea. I was glad I was able to do that because I had, you know, uh, these football games I yell at, I had a, uh, event I, I emceed for St. Pius on Saturday night up on the mic, and then Richie with Dola White, and that was a long night, and, you know, long podcast, was it this week? Yeah, a couple of podcasts I had to do, um, this didn't really give my throat a chance to recover, so, there it is, now, now I feel like, yeah, I didn't. My 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 throat has been overworked. <laughs> you know. Mark the tape. Yeah. I think you'd be used to it by now. <laughs> no. no. My throat has been overwhelmed. <laughs> you know? It has. Well. You know. It happens. Yep. I was surprised how much I yelled at the TV during the Bills game. And then, because I was at my dad's house. And I, I, got, I upset my dad's wife and... 
you know, my dad can't hear anyway, so he knew from vibrations that I was yelling, but he didn't, you know, that's why I sat up in the living room with him and, and the rest of the family was down at the basement watching the game. But, uh, yeah, I was, uh, it was over the top. I was really wrapped up in that game. And then even in the, uh, in the Baltimore game, but not, I don't know, just not as much. I don't know why that, well, that Buffalo game, that was a hard, that was a, that was a more difficult game. You know, there were, there were, yeah. ma- you know, many lead changes and, you know, that. Yeah, Chiefs played from in front the whole game against yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, and I'll I'll give uh, a massive amount of credit to Stan Weber because Stan and I, um, I don't know, you, can, you guys can correct me because you remember probably better than, than me, but Stan and I were both on the same page that uh, we feared Buffalo more than. Baltimore, yeah, we feared that Buffalo more than that Baltimore, and it 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 did end up being a tougher game. You know, I mean, God only knows what would happen if he made that field goal. I mean, who knows? You know, and and Buffalo was a worthy adversary, and I just, and I don't think anyone, I don't think this is the hottest of takes, but this, I mean, overall, Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't fear him throwing the football the way I do with Josh Allen. And then, look, Lamar deserves to win the MVP. There's no doubt about that. But I just, if you ask me who I'd rather have, I'd rather have Josh Allen. If you ask me who I'd rather face, I'd rather face Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I guess the proof's in the pudding. You know, you, oh, you played out that, that way. Would feel good. So it's pudding, pudding right yeah. Yeah, but even in the past, I mean, look look at the 13-second game that the Bills yeah. played against. She's like, what did Josh Allen do wrong there? Nothing. You know, what did he, like, what, what, <laughs> he did everything humanly possible to win that game. But it just, you know, he went up against, he went up against Mahomes. Just, yeah. This is what happened, man. That's, and that's what happens, you know. You, over the years, there have been great... Uh, performances in the NBA and great seasons and great careers from guys like Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley and uh, you know the guys from Utah that or at least John Stockton and the other guy that doesn't we don't mention anymore um, that that just any one of them or all of them at different times could have won and should have won championships, right? Yeah. But they just kept running into the same guy named Jordan, and, yeah. they, and they couldn't get over the hump, you know? How many how many quarterbacks will there be that put up MVP seasons and Hall of Fame careers that may not win a championship because of Mahomes? Right. I mean, you could, you could I bet you if Mahomes went around, Josh Allen would have one. You would Lamar, think so. Lamar might have one. I don't know. Lamar might have had one this year. Burrow might have one. Yeah. Well, he, he had his chance. He got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, I mean, he yeah. had another shot at the Super Bowl. I don't feel as bad for him because he had the ball in his hands at the end of the Super Bowl and yep. took a dropped a big turd on the field. <laughs> hey, Joe Burrow's really good, but he's had some chances at the end of games to do something in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, and he failed in the Super Bowl against the Rams, and he failed. You know, yeah. I, like to, I like to point that out to people, even though I think he's really, really good. But yeah, he might have. I mean, the year that, the, like last year, 
I don't know that they beat the Eagles, though. That would have been a hell of a game, you know. But I'm glad we didn't find out. I'm glad we saw the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, but, yeah, but you know, it's to be, even right after the show last week or right after a segment, even, you know, who do you, who do you fear who, who do you fear more? Or who did you fear more? Than going to the Bills, just playing the Bills, the Buffalo? I don't know. Um, and I just, I just, I, it would have been really interesting. I'm glad we didn't see it also, but I wonder what would have happened if Buffalo would have went to Baltimore. That would have been a great game. Yeah. That would have been, I mean, yeah. you try, we always want the Chiefs to win, but uh, that would have, that would have been wild. Yeah. To see those, and then the, uh, I don't want to say the desperation, but, you know, one of them would have to finally advance to the Super Bowl. That would have been knocked down, drag out. You know what I mean? We would have seen some, we would have seen something in that game. Yeah, but as Doris says, you know, could have, should have, would have. Yeah. It's, um, I was, I'll admit, I was more in the camp of, of being, uh, I would rather face the Bills because I, I feel like the Chiefs beat the Bills every time they play them in the playoffs. But um, that Ravens, and I, I did, I thought this Ravens team was a little different. You know, I thought they had taken a step. And you said they would dog walk the 85 Bears. I don't remember saying that. Which I thought was ridiculous. Um, I, yeah, you mm-hmm. did. I mean, prove me wrong, right? But uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I did. I think I thought the Ravens had maybe you know they had evolved a little bit. They'd taken a step. They were more dangerous, and they looked just like the Ravens. Yeah, in the I was playoffs for sure under in that Lamar. Camp. Yeah, I was for sure in that camp. I thought as long as the Bills had been, you know, stringing along. That I mean, they had been playing seven playoff games in a row. Basically, I mean, they were left for dead. You know, every game was a must-win for them, and I thought that was going to eventually catch up because they were playing down to their competition. I mean, they almost lost on that Thursday night game to the Chargers, and I, and I was like, really? I mean, and, and so and I watched the Ravens walk through the Niners and, you know, walk through the Dolphins, and I was like, man, this team, this team's something something a little different than the, the, the Ravens of the past. But, you know. It's going to be interesting to watch moving forward. If it's just going to be a different guy every year, or if one guy starts to separate himself as the chief rival for the chief rival guy for Mahomes, because it seemed like Burrow was doing that until they got hurt this year, right? I mean, back-to-back AFC Championship games, he won one of them. Mm-hmm. That's the definition of a rival, right there. You know, you don't know who's going to win. Uh, they've had success against the Chiefs in the regular season. They've had, you know, they tasted success in the postseason against the Chiefs. Um, look, I, look, hey, I don't know how he's going to bounce back from injury. I don't know what it's going to be like when he doesn't have his full complement of all-star receivers. He's not going to have them anymore. Mm-hmm. You guys think T. Higgins will be back? No. I mean, T. Higgins might be playing for the Chiefs. I mean, we, we don't know. Who, who knows, right? But I don't think he'll be in Cincinnati. And so it's always possible that their best window is 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 gone, and then they'll just be right. You know, it, it ain't going to be easy. You know, um, I mean, Josh, as, as as long as Buffalo has Josh Allen, they're all, always going to have a chance. They're always going to have a shot. I think Baltimore has to have more things around Lamar Jackson. I mean, because they, they had. I mean, how often are they going to have this? Defense 
that was by most people's estimation far and away the best defense in football. They seem to always have a decent defense. You know, I don't know. This was supposed to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was supposedly historically good. Zay Flowers is going to be a stud. Sure he is. Um, So is Hamilton. But uh, I I would expect the Ravens to be a a factor. But, you know, you you go back to it. We thought it was going to be Deshaun Watson at first. Then Josh Allen. Is it going to be C.J. Stroud? That's pretty good first year. it, It could be him. You know, with Harbaugh in Los Angeles, does Herbert become a factor? We'll see. We'll see. I I wouldn't rule that out. I'm not going to go predict it like everybody always does with the Chargers. But I do think that having a, a legit coach there will change things some, somewhat. But maybe it's just all of them. You know, maybe it's Mahomes and everybody else. Right. It's going to depend on, obviously, what their ability to... I mean, can they draft like Brett Veach has? Right. You know, and continue to put talent around their quarterbacks, not that their quarterbacks are going to be making a huge amount of money. Right? Taking a huge chunk of that salary cap. The Chiefs have done it. Yeah, they have. You know, but to this point, the Chiefs have done it. So, but we'll talk to Stan about that. I thought about that when I drove in here. That was the last thing Stan said to me. And I did. I didn't, you know what? Both were really tough games. Both of those games were uh, super competitive and had all the elements of, of playoff classics. But she's got through it. I just, I, I, it's, I don't. Do you do you fear the Forty ers more or less than? A game at Buffalo or at Baltimore? No. No, I don't. Um, now we saw Baltimore up against San Francisco. Yeah, Baltimore throttled them. Now, that that's one game. Um, but, no. I, I mean, I was thinking about this yesterday when we were going through all of the stuff that the Chiefs were going through this year with their problems at wide receiver and you know lack of discipline on offense from time to time, lack of explosive plays on offense. Um, I remember you saying, look around the league. Who, who do you think the Chiefs can't beat still, though? Despite all these problems, like they, they, everybody else has these flaws. Everybody else has problems. Who can't you beat? And at the time, we were looking at the NFC like, boy, the NFC looks a little more like they've got three or four teams that are really, really good. But all those teams ended up showing warts, you know, as the season went on. And the 49ers being one of them. So I think the 49ers are at the same level as the Bills and Ravens. You know, and and the Ravens game, you know, as much as the Chiefs did play from in front, who knows how the game turns out if Snead doesn't make that play. I still don't think Purdy's as good as Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are as much of a threat. Yeah, I don't think so either, but I do think he's got better weapons across the board on offense. And I think their defense is much better than the Bills and – and not quite as good as the Ravens, you know. So I, I'm with you on that. A quarterback's really important, but he is, you know, he's played pretty well. Most Their of defense has not looked good in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think there's yeah. a big gap between the Ravens and the 49ers defense. They have been exposed. I think. I think. I think several if, times. If 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 if, if the Chiefs, I'm going to say this again. If the Chiefs' offensive line 
does a, a reasonably good job of protecting Mahomes, Mahomes will shred that secondary. Yeah. I mean, they they were Jordan Love did. Look at the, what the Lions were doing. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't set the edge on the Lions in the first half. And, you know, Jones ran all over them. I mean, they over and over again. I love the idea of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Nagy and everyone with two weeks to attack. But I think with also already is a, is a defense that's shown a lot of holes. Yeah, it is good. I mean, they got talent, but they've shown some weaknesses in the past two playoffs. Well, who's, the, who's been the more dominant unit? Oh, Chiefs defense, not even comparable. Yeah, I mean, the Forty ers gave up thirty one points at home last weekend. <laughs> yeah, so. Chiefs haven't done that all year. No. So. No, I I, I think the 49ers are good. Maybe it, do you guys yeah, think they, they're not on the same level as the Bills? I mean, the the quarterback is 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 obviously a difference. No, I mean it's, it's different because you're it, neutral site playing in Buffalo yeah. versus playing in a neutral site. Yeah. I mean that 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 atmosphere they played at in Buffalo was so angry and so over the top. Yeah. And so I mean that's if if, if that's not home field advantage, then it doesn't exist in the NFL. I don't think it exists when you're playing Patrick Mahomes. He's we talked about the Chiefs been better on the road this year than at home. They like they like it. I think they embrace being away. Sure, but that's as tough as an environment as you'll face. Yeah. What what yeah. what tougher environment? I mean, it's going to be the Super Bowl. No, if anything, I mean the fact that that Mahomes has already been there so many times, you know that that gives him a leg up over Brock Purdy. I just think there were time. there were elements of the story from Buffalo that made that game so difficult, and it, it was a difficult yeah. game, man. Yeah, back and I mean, forth. Bro missed a missed a field goal to tie it. Um, but I mean, just the you know. They finally get their chance at Mahomes in the playoffs. They, you know, this 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 could be their best shot. All, all those stories wrapped wrapped in together, you know. And and you're right. It does. It can't take a toll on a team that have to win seven or eight weeks in a row. But it also make them real tough to beat because they just find ways to win. Because not things don't always go perfect, you know. But there's something to be said for finding a way to win. Your back's against the wall, and you know you turn into diehards, man. You go in and just just who cares? Like, 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 who cares how you win at this point? Mm-hmm. Just win. And so, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I hope people at least recognize or give the Chiefs enough credit for how difficult that situation was going into Buffalo in front of that crowd, in front of that you know to play that quarterback and to beat them. Like, I don't think I, I, I honestly don't think any other team could have done that. I don't. Yeah, well, I'm, I think you're probably right. And I'm, <laughs> the who who else would have? So it's um, it's it's like when we heard Andy Reid talking earlier this week with Tom Brady about you know trying to win back to back Super Bowls, and and he and Brady both were saying, well, you know, it's really hard just to get to the Super Bowl in the first place. But the Chiefs have made it seem like it's not that hard because they've made it four out of five years. And when the Patriots were doing it, they made it seem like it's not that hard because they they kept making it to the Super Bowl. Um, and, and that's that's like the Chiefs made it look like maybe it's not that hard to go to Buffalo and win because it's Patrick Mahomes. But 
Patrick Mahomes makes a whole lot of things that are that are almost impossible look easy. <laughs> it's amazing. And that's such a blow to the rest of the AFC, especially because the one thing they could hold on to is, well, if we can finally get them on the road, they, then they'll show some vulnerability. Then, then we can stop this. And I don't know, Jake, I've asked you this question about Baltimore. I'll ask you, name a tougher place to play. You think maybe in the AFC in the playoffs than Buffalo or Baltimore? I don't think I could. I mean, would it Cincy? I mean, no, I don't know. I've been to Cincy. Not, I mean, it's well, they, got, they got good fans, right? <laughs> but just like the over the years, and maybe I, maybe I, I'm, oh boy, maybe I'm uh, influenced too much by how how impossible it was to win in Buffalo in the playoffs in the '90s, right? You can't let that influence you, but still, it's still an incredibly tough environment. In Baltimore, you said was the toughest environment, and so like the rest of the AFC is like, oh, geez, now what? Now, now what? What's our hope? Yeah, you gotta you gotta somehow hope to get him into overtime in the AFC Championship game because things haven't gone well for him in that situation. But you know, you either hope that Tom Brady comes out of retirement and you can sign him because you know, he's shown success, or I mean, Joe Burrow is the only guy that's an active quarterback that's done it. It's beat Mahomes in the playoffs. That's just crazy. No, I mean, it's, 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 that's just, just got to be such a kick in the gut. Like, oh. Yeah. I mean, those are the top two. So they win in the playoffs on the road, too. Oh, it's the two toughest places. Right? I, I'm thinking I'd, I'd, I can't think of two. I mean. It's because I'm buying into this. When Indianapolis is going, that's a pretty loud place to play. I mean, we've seen some of that. Yeah. But that's still not Baltimore, and it's not Buffalo. Yeah, man. I think I'd really go to Indy. I'm, I'm with and it's you. about the team too, but I mean, I just yeah. Buffalo and Baltimore. That's you know, and I'm that's why I'm, I'm I'm starting to buy into this. You know, I know it's based on how much you believe in DVOA or whatever, but uh, this 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 path, as DVOA suggests, in some what are you laughing for? I, mean, I, I just I'm not a big DVOA Fine. guy, but my but eyes, suggest, my eyes yeah. watch these yeah. games and, and my, yeah. my life experience being in these places. instead of DVOA SSJ suggests I will, I will that go, this is one I'm of more the down with that. toughest roads in the playoffs. I'm more down with that. I, I mean, I, you know. Well, we said last week, if the Chiefs win this game against the Ravens, that'd, that'd be the toughest, that'd be the best win they've had in the AFC Championship game. Um, the only other team we could put that was we we felt like was better than this Ravens team was that was possibly the Patriots team that won the Super Bowl. Um. So yeah, I mean this. this I mean, you go on the road to play the two seed. You go on the road to play the one seed, and then you got to play the other one seed. I mean, at least for divisional round and for championship round and for Super Bowl, you can't get no higher than that. It's, hey, that's the toughest road. And how many games did the Dolphins win this year? Eleven. Whatever I mean, like it's not like, like we act, we act because the Chiefs just handled them so easy. Like that was an easy game too. Um, that's a that's a, that was the number one offense. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was yeah the number one offense in the league. So and they they had to handle them too. So yeah, they this team has has been through the gauntlet. They've answered all the questions so far. All right, we'll take a break. We've got uh, today on the show, we had, no, this damn voice, Stan Weber, uh, Gabe DeArm and Jay Hydrick, Greg Gurley, 
Um, Adam Kaplan. Try to you try to get me on that one. I'm not going to read whatever you type. Tim Grunhard. And how about this uh, for my Mizzou football fans out there? Mizzou quarterback Brady Cook will be on the show at 9:30. He is going to be. You know where he's going to be, Nate? I think so. You don't know. I know. Well, Nate said he thinks so. So where are you, where's he going to be? Is he going to be at ADA? Nope. No. And I'm wrong. It's it's part of it. It's the Kansas City Premier Sports Card Show. Ah. It takes place Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Harris Convention Center in North Kansas City. And on Saturday, I'll even involve you in this and give you a reason to be excited, although nothing can excite you. That's true. Brady Cook, Luther Burden the third, known also as LB3, and Kansas running back Devin Neal. Ooh. At 2 o'clock, we'll be signing on. Now you got my attention. See? And then on Sunday, Royals number one pick Blake Mitchell, second baseman Michael Massey, and Alex Gordon. You can go to shopmosports.com for tickets, or you can buy at the door. It's free admission, but then you can buy the autograph tickets. Shopmosports.com. And Brady Cook will be there tomorrow. And so he'll be on the show at 930 today. Back after this on WHB. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Thank you so much for joining us, Stephen St. John. And Nate Bucati now joined by Stan Weber. Stan, good morning. How are you doing? Doing well. Good morning. The Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl, Stan. Unbelievable. Don't ever take it for granted. I don't. Nate does, but I don't. <laughs> I do. Just incredible. Four out of five years. The Super Bowl is a big deal for me anyway, but to have all the locals join along and be on the ride, uh, how much fun is that? I mean, everybody's talking about it. I'd be talking about the Super Bowl, dug in, excited, no matter what. No matter who was playing, it would be a big, big deal. And uh, the fact that it's the Kansas City Chiefs just brings everybody, what, in a four-state region. If you run into anybody, had a big conference call with someone I never met before yesterday from St. Louis, and the first thing they want to talk about, Kansas City Chiefs. You know, it's when, when I first got into radio, Stephen and I did it the relatively similar time, um, early aughts. In Kansas City, late, late, late nineties, early aughts. That's when it felt like that's when Radio Row at the Super Bowl really started to become like this massive deal where people, like we would, we would send people to Radio Row even though the Chiefs were never in the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is just such a big deal and it was a great week of radio every time. And I remember at that time thinking to myself, "Gosh, like if the Chiefs could ever just play in the Super Bowl." How amazing would it be? Because it's already incredible, like having this this week of just superstar guests everywhere, and there's so much excitement. I can't even imagine how, what it must be like if your team's playing in it. <laughs> and now it's just yeah. And now you can't imagine if they're not right, right, <laughs> man. Darn! What happened? I can't believe we didn't make it to the Super Bowl <laughs> that year against the Bengals. And you're, and you're correct. Like the halftime score, uh, Chiefs should have gone to the Super Bowl. I went to a few of them. Um... The first one I went to was in uh, New Orleans, and that would have been the uh, the first Patriots win over the Rams. That a one? Um, yeah, I know it was. It was after nine eleven because it was such heightened security down there, and uh, 
I was in a. You went to the game, or you no, went to the no, radio went, row and all the. I was down there for like nine days, and I was in a hotel room with Jason Whitlock. Um, <laughs> so I didn't spend a whole lot of time in my hotel room. Um, and uh, well, he had the gout, and there was a lot of there was a lot of. I gotta go. Uh, yeah. French quarters open a long time, so you could leave the hotel. I ended up spending a lot of time with Jeff George and his wife. I just it was, it was <laughs> those hard shoes. Anyway, and, and so, so first world problems. I was I was down I was there at the Super Bowl, and, and that it was, day didn't go, it didn't go great. I had a chance to go. I had a chance to get a reasonably priced ticket outside the Superdome, um, and it, it, it wasn't going to break me. It was like and it was like you know. An hour before the game, and I was gonna like, okay, this is I can go to the Super Bowl. And I said I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going. I said I will not attend a Super Bowl until the Chiefs play in it. And I went back to my hotel room and watched the game. And then it became a classic game. And I thought I'm an idiot. What a what a moron. <laughs> I didn't go today. I should have went to the Super Bowl because when because I'm never now I'm never gonna go to the Super Bowl. And then I went. I can't remember who played, but I went to work. Uh, uh, the media uh, radio row when it was in Indianapolis and same thing I had a chance like no nope, I'm not going to go and I, I had a couple of opportunities but then you start thinking the bus I over may, Seattle that day I may never go I just yeah. you know maybe yeah. you know so did you wait much. until the Chiefs yeah. played oh yeah. you made it and finally my first Super Bowl was the Chiefs and 49ers and it was uh, everything you could have possibly imagined it would be times 10 and it, it made me glad that I did that. But there was for a long time, I kept thinking, you know what? I, I tell the story, I had a chance to go over the Patriots, uh, Rams, Super Bowl, and didn't go. And I, Who I were the away. quarterbacks in that game? Tom Brady and Kurt Warner. Yeah, very important to keep that in mind as we talk about some subjects here. All right. All right. So I, I, don't, I doubt I'll ever get, go to a Super Bowl. You know, like I remember, oh, you got a lot of opportunities coming up. Well, so you might. That's, well, I remember thinking that, like when um, when the Chiefs made that first one, you know, well, I'll I might not be able to go to this one, but I think the Chiefs are going to keep going back, and it'll maybe be easier to go after they've made it to a few because maybe the demand will be down. You know, people won't be as desperate mm. to go. And then, like the Chiefs mm-hmm. are in their fourth Super Bowl, and the tickets are like nine thousand bucks. <laughs> well, it's, like, well, but it's also yeah, about maybe, maybe yeah, not the, ever who, opponent. Are they, who are they playing yeah. and the proximity of who they're playing, like yeah. San Francisco to Vegas. Right. Like you didn't have to fight through a bunch of San Francisco fans in Miami. And it's a yeah. smaller stadium yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. There's different logistics. But matters, you also so. work for a radio station. You could be sent down there. Yeah, I've never, I've never gone. I've never been to Radio Row. I've never, um, I've never. Are you going to Vegas? Football. It's not over. No. Super Bowl's not over yet. No. Why can't you go? Well, I don't. We have people going, and I'm not credentialed or anything. Here's, like here's so. where we'll you go. You can't go to Radio Row? I don't know. You have to have credentials to go to Radio Row? I don't know how it works. I've never Just been. Just act, act like you're a big guest and walk through. Put a well, tie I would on. I to go. You I mean, know what he could? Like if people want to talk messy, want to talk about MLS, they, they could send you. You could get away with that. Sure. Like to promote promote MLS? Yeah. Hey, yeah, can yeah. I be on your show? Well, sure. Talk, talk a little I mean, MLS they, season they, don't they don't know any you better. Know, just some of the other Yahoo. How many non-football guests that are thrown at me yeah. when I'm down there for a week? Check out my emails. Yeah. You know, so you can, seriously. You, the company may not do it, that but would, you can fly down yeah. to Vegas yourself and hang out there for the week. Get myself at, a hotel? No, absolutely. There, there are there, there are, are hotels to be had. There are Vegas guests. knows how to have yes. people come in. <laughs> a lot of people. This is not like a, a big issue for them. 
unattractive than than you because you can also say I also cover the Chiefs, talk Chiefs, yeah. and you know talk about this upcoming line. Just called a, a, a messy game. Yeah. You get to yeah. Just wear a Chiefs logo and walk around. And they don't know if you're a fan <laughs> or a administrator. Yeah, maybe I'm like. A, you say you're from Kansas City. You don't say you're with the Chiefs. Just wear the Chiefs gear and say I'm from yeah. Kansas City. Maybe I have to I try tr- to pull that off. Here's the deal. It's not over yet. I mean, next Monday's a long ways away. Next year's in New Orleans, right? That's our shot. I got I got good connections yeah, out of New Orleans. I got a buddy who lives in New Orleans too. I could crash at his place maybe. Steve St. John Sr.'s got good reach down yeah, in New Orleans, so that might, you know, yeah, that might help us. What's crazy is the Chiefs may be a better team next year than they are this year. Right. They're, yeah. likely, they're likely to be a better team next year than they are this year. I got lots to talk to you about. Let's start with this one. Okay. Saddle up. Um, <laughs> Amani Hughes out. And so we were talking about uh, – the different possibilities. Okay, where where do they replace their production from? And so, what about uh, what about Felix? Well, I know he's he's been a healthy scratch for the first three playoff games. I know he's not the same exact kind of player as Amenahue, but I mean, not one guy is going to replace him. I mean, uh, but maybe at least having him active and having an opportunity to use him and obvious pass rush situations or having some type of role. We never want to see a guy lose his opportunity to play in the Super Bowl because of injury, especially a guy that's getting a chance to play against his former team. That just sucks. And we had just had a, and a many who's good. Oh, really good. We that, just that, had a long conversation with him in the locker room, and he was – you could just see, like, how – because he had been to two previous championship games, and he was t- talking to us about, you know, I really appreciate this opportunity. And, man, if I if I could just get over the hump and, and get a chance to play in the Super Bowl, it would mean the world to me. And then, of course, this happens. But then somebody else, if, if one door closes, another door opens, and maybe this is a chance for the, the Chiefs' first-round pick to step in and at least have some type of role. What do you think? Well, first of all, many of you losing him is a, is a definite step backwards with the Chiefs. It's Chris Jones, Karlofkas, and Amenihu. Those are the guys who make a difference. The other guys do a great job, but they're interchangeable. You don't even realize who's in the game. They just keep rolling them through, which is a great compliment to Steve Spagnuolo and the whole coaching staff on the defensive side and Andy Reid about how they do that. It's just amazing. The guys play hard. Now, Felix and Udike Uzama, what could he possibly do in this game? Well, he's fresh, and the thing about the Chiefs is they're going to have a calming effect. Like, you could be nervous when you're a rookie. Like, oh, this is the Super Bowl. I haven't been playing very much. It's too big for me. That's the exact opposite feeling that he will have. They will make him feel comfortable and say, hey, don't worry about making a big play. Just do your job. See what happens. And you know what it could turn into a Frank Clark? Frank Clark did not play that well when you think about Frank Clark, playoff Frank, right? And the one big sack he had in a playoff game was when the secondary covered for like 10 seconds, and he ran around four times and accidentally sacked the quarterback, and everyone said, oh, look at Frank Clark, he's so dominant. And I was like, no, he's not dominant at all. He just, you know, he got lucky to get a sack. That kind of thing can happen. So Felix has a chance uh, to be a role player and be the random guy who runs into a sack. Why couldn't he? Now, can he play physically enough against the run? That's what you better be ready for with the Niners. And the fact is that K-State, when they played at 3-3-5, they didn't put him on the edge and give him a chance to rush the quarterback on third-down situations. That's not his big play. He constantly was a three-man line, which means there's the availability of two guys to block you almost always. So what did Felix do well? I said when he was drafted. He may have the ability at some point to be a good rushing 
uh, defender to the quarterback. But generally, he's a solid player and respects that you got to play the run. So in this game, Stephen, I think that's good. He's not wired to go get a sack. That's not his only role in football. His role is to play the defense, take on the blockers, eat up blockers, so that Nick Bolden can go smash somebody or tranquil. And so he may not get a sack, but he may do his job very well. He better be ready to stop the run because this Niners running game is different than other people's running game. Way different. I think, uh, I mean, Mike Dan has been good. He's underappreciated. But a guy that's really been underappreciated in the way he's played in the playoffs is Treshawn Wharton. And we were talking to uh, Anthony Sherman and Gary Dieter, and, and he said that, I mean, and you see these things in practice, and some of the things that we don't see, he's he's the best all-around athlete of all the defensive linemen, and that's saying something. And he, remember last year, he missed most of the season because of injury, and people seem to think that he's just now started to come back into form, because it takes a while. You don't As soon as you come back, you're not back to 100%. Anyone that's had a... ACL or any type of injury like that knows the doctors tell you you're physically back, but your mind does not believe it for a while. It seems like a while. Yeah, he seems like he's he had that big play. Remember on the third down where he uh, where he stopped Lamar Jackson in the open field, Um, and so uh, him and then Sherman Dieter also. And this is kind of crazy. The last time. The Chiefs played the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Remember, they had signed Mike Pinnell as a late-season addition, and he, he played an important role. And they've done it again, and he's playing another important role. And they both love him. And that's but like he's like you said, one of those guys that just comes in. He's a, Name every one of those guys right. on the active roster. They roll through there, and you don't see the Chiefs' play drop when those guys come in at all. Even if Chris Jones takes off three or four plays because they try to give him a rest, the Chiefs' defense just keeps functioning, and it's a heck of a compliment to how good any of those names are. And I think Phoenix will fit right in. You know, that you won't say, oh, God, he got blasted, and he's seven yards back, being on his back, getting blocked. I don't think he'll stand out like that. I think he'll be ready. And the main thing is is that they need to calm his nerves because his confidence level right now could be questioned. I'm a first-round pick. I didn't even suit up for the last couple games. You know, what do people really think about me? This is where the Chiefs' locker room is great. This is where being a Super Bowl-level team is great. They're going like, we got you, man. You deserve to play. Just because you aren't on the active roster doesn't mean you're not good enough to be an NFL star. It just means you aren't good enough to be in the game last week. That's how good we are. We're Super Bowl champion levels. We're dynasty. Don't get your confidence down. You can start for every other team in the league. Let's go. Get in there and make a play. And why wouldn't a kid believe that? Well, thanks. Just come off the ball, man. Do do not line up off sides. Watch the ball and come off like a mother, and we'll have your back. And he's going to do it. He's going to have complete confidence that those guys behind him, those linebackers, if he needs a move, they'll say, "Hey, you know, tap his body and say, scoot outside. Watch for the watch for zone read." Just those guys can quickly tell him, "We'll talk to you out there. You'll know exactly what to do. Just play full speed, and you'll make a play. Let's go." We've got Stan Weber in studio. Back after this on WHB. All right, big news. Puxatawney Phil, the world's most famous groundhog, has woken up today, and he did not see his shadow. Means we are destined for an early spring. Get a round of applause for uh, Puxatawney Phil for not seeing his shadow. Feels like uh, feels like spring already. It's early then. February second. Yeah, Here we go. In the sixties today, I think. In the sixties yesterday. Nate will be out golfing today. You know, I I did have a tea time scheduled, but I had to cancel it. 
Nate, you didn't tell me that, right? I just guessed. Oh, yeah. Where do they pull out uh, Punxsutawney Phil? Where does he appear? In Punxsutawney? No. Absolutely not. Come on. Uh, Live from where? I'm looking at the Weather Channel and ABC News. Groundhog Day 2024. Live from... I thought, it's probably the famous quote from the movie or something no, that I'm missing. It's just where it is. It's not in Punxsutawney, no, Pennsylvania? No. The little st- he does this live from Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's Knob. Man, yeah, right. dang it. How do you not know that? Gobbler's Knob. Yeah. And Right? Yeah. How do you forget that? I don't know. Yeah. I forget a lot of important things. I know that it is. That's why I write all this stuff down. <laughs> you write it down, but you don't look at it. Yeah, well, He doesn't look at it. When somebody asked me to, I flip back. It's great history, it. though. Yeah. I should go back and read it after every show just to remember. That's actually something I should start doing. Go back and read it. No, you should do it the just the opposite. You be in the re- you should be in the rhythm. You got a lot of guests that are consistent uh-huh. during certain times of the year. Go back and look at what they said last week. You should week read before. Fridays, yeah. last week's Friday. Yeah. Or two or three weeks Fridays. Oh, there you go. Digitize before I get it. here. And then you will remember what I said and yeah. you can call me out when I'm wrong or sequence it in when it's relevant. What did you write down from last week? Uh, I, I wrote down that uh, Stan said they got to make uh, Lamar Jackson an east-west guy and not a, sort, a north-south runner. Uh, I wrote down that he said that uh, Lamar Jackson plays the playoff game like it's the third game of the regular season, meaning he's not going to sacrifice his body and run with the intensity that you see Mahomes do when a playoff Mahomes, when Mahomes gets his helmet knocked off in the Super Bowl and, and puts his shoulder down and runs into people that Lamar Jackson can we stop right there? Isn't as likely to do that. Is that okay right there? Yeah. Steven, is it okay if we sure. comment on that? If, if Nate lets us. You okay, Nate? Yeah. You want to? If there's anything else you want to? <laughs> no, I, no, I would just try to prove most, that I wrote that, some that's stuff That's the most down relevant here. thing yeah. I said right there okay. because on the second play of the game. Lamar Jackson act like it was the what third regular season game, and he and he slid down for like a one yard gain, and I immediately said to myself, "Game over, Chiefs won." And then I secured it by two more things. Two more things that made me know the Chiefs were going to win the game was when he busted through on fourth down. Did you see him bust through? Were right. a little? Did it take your breath away for a second? Like, oh, Lamar is in the open field. Why didn't he go run for a touchdown? No, he started dancing around with Legarius Sneed and waiting to be tackled five yards later. Why didn't he hit the accelerator and go 60 yards for a touchdown? Why didn't he? By the way, he doesn't have the mentality like that. He, he let himself get tackled there. And the third thing was, in the second quarter, Chiefs are kicking their butts, right? Ravens now are hurried up because, like, they're, oh, crap. We're down 14 nothing. We need to probably score. And he out there on a 47-degree day, 47 degrees, waiting for the snap, puts his hands back into his jersey that has little warmer pockets or whatever. He puts his hands in there while after he tells someone to go in motion, he puts his hands back in there for just an extra second of warmth on his hands. Anybody whose reaction is to think about warming their hands on a 47-degree day is not going to win at the elite level. Hmm. Did you see Patrick Mahomes on... One of the coldest games ever against Miami come out and act like it was no big deal? Because you're so focused on winning, you can't think about that. Man, you get hit and your arm is numb, and you don't even realize your arm is numb. When you're fired up and ready to play like you should in the playoffs, not Lamar, 
hands in his pocket on a 47-degree day, worried about his hands, on the sideline with his little stocking cap, staying warm. <laughs> this guy had no desire to play until he threw his helmet at the end. He goes, oh, shucks, you know, I didn't do what I should do today. No, second play of the game, I go, game over. Did you see Brock Purdy run against Detroit? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. That's the greatest example difference. Brock Purdy didn't do that in the regular season, did he? No. No. How'd he run? He ran to win against Detroit. Lamar just plays, and you are not going to beat the elite team like the Chiefs with that. It's on Lamar's shoulders. He had the game in his hands. He had a chance. Forget the rest of the Baltimore Ravens. He had a chance himself to be a difference maker, to be scary, to run when a pass play is called, to cut the Chiefs' heart out. He has no being inside of him to understand that. And so he he knows how to just play the third regular season game of the year and beat you. And when things go well for Baltimore, what happens? Read the scores when they play a good team. We don't have time. But you know what? They kill teams when they kill teams, right? If they get you by the throat, then they, oh, Lamar runs, Lamar passes, Lamar runs. But when it's a close game and he has to make a play, no. They are front runners, man. So Chiefs got them. Baltimore panicked, but second play of the game, what you said last week, what you wrote down, Lamar played it like the third regular season game of the year. Sliding down for a one-yard gain. Nate, your face is you're not is – this, this is okay? You act like you're not listening to me right uh, now. I'm listening. What's wrong with you? I took notes. I got it Steven, here. Steven, I know Steven knows because I asked him the question on the last right. thing out. I said, who are you more scared of, yep. Ravens or Bills? Bills. I, By the way – I agree. Because at least Josh runs to win. Right. And plays to win. Part of that, though, I'm glad you brought that play up because to me, Legarius Sneed tracking him down. Legarius Sneed had a 4 3 7 40 time at the draft. And I don't know how many other guys could have chased Lamar Jackson down from behind like that. And he knocked the ball out. Two great yeah. plays by Sneed. But did Lamar even race him? No. Lamar, you have a 4 3 8 40. <laughs> I'm not going to race against you. Here, let it tackle me. Here, give my, I'll give you my arm. <laughs> Pull me down right here. I don't need 20 more yards. We have Stan Weber in studio back after this on WHP.